Hi everyone, welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs and sales executives. The guests on this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stump the Guru Show. My name is Ari Galper uh, with Trust Based Selling. Uh, we're now going on 21 years in this narrow space. We can't believe it. And uh, welcome to the show. If you're calling in live from around the world, glad to have you. Uh, the way this works is without a net, people jump on live, ask me the toughest sales challenge, and I provide them with a different perspective based on trust with some different ideas for how to solve the problem. Uh, we have lots of folks who listen to the show every month. It goes to a podcast as well and have great feedback on that also. And um, this is your chance to get some uh, coaching directly on your situation. You may have someone you're chasing right now. You may have opportunity that you can't convert. You may be in a situation where you're doing free consulting and hate doing that, realize that's not helping the process. You may be over delivering uh, on too much value, which you should not be doing, by the way. Value, unfortunately, has now become commoditized. News alert on that one. And uh, you know, how do you shift to a, a more of a doctor-patient conversation where you're diagnosing, you're not educating for free? So there's a lot of issues right now floating around the business space around uh, selling, which still pulls from the 1980s, unfortunately. And so our job is to eliminate all that old conditioning and uh, upgrade your operating system to learn how to build trust with people very quickly to help onboard them and solve their problems. So that's the story today and how this works. People that jump in live and ask me a question. And uh, we do have a theme every month. The theme this month is how to get to the truth with people, how to have them feel comfortable uh, creating what I call a moment of vulnerability with you where they tell you where they stand. Because as you probably know, when you meet somebody for the first time or you have a first call with them, they may describe you the situation, but that may only be the tip of the iceberg, 10% of the actual problem. And 90% of it is still below the surface. And your job is to help them feel comfortable opening up to you and telling you the whole story. And your job is to ask questions that don't qualify them, not fact-finding questions, but trust-building questions to help them feel comfortable opening up to you and sharing the depths of their problem, the urgency of it, the willingness to solve it, the impact of it. And if you can't go below that iceberg like that, you'll never get to the point where they're comfortable telling you the entire truth about their situation. Think about it for a second. They just met you for the first time. They're showing up on Zoom for the first time. They're not just going to spill the beans and tell you everything about the situation in truth because they don't trust you yet. So your job is to build enough trust with them in that first conversation where you can take them down a path where they feel comfortable and you proving to them that you're not going to sell them anything, but you're going to help them understand their own problem. You're going to give them clarity on the depths of it, and you're going to help them see a roadmap out of it. That's a whole different mindset shift from typical selling, which is all about how to produce and show a solution, prove your value, and educate them. 
stop doing that. It's just commoditized. People hate it. So hopefully give us some quick insights on that theme of today. And we'll see if we can pick up the theme with our other callers in today. So we'll bring in Steve to see who's first on our uh, in the in the green room back there. Steve, who do we have back there? All righty. Today, happy summer, everybody. <laughs> it's, we're now recurring our happy holidays and seasons, which is fantastic. I've got Peter Topps coming up first. So, Peter, if you can let everybody know who you are, a little bit about yourself and your business, and uh, your question for Ari, please. Yes. Uh, uh, my name is Peter Toft. Uh, hi, Ari. Nice hi, to Peter. see you. I'm located in Europe, and I am in the, the financial sector. And I have a question for you, Ari. I don't know. Maybe it's too challenged for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's, uh, it's related to your one call sales uh, model going down uh, the iceberg and very often i have been when i have been on your in your mindset club on the q a you always say build a business case uh, amplify uh, the losses uh, make the return on investment clear so it's a no-brainer uh, if it's uh, it's if it is a fit and that's where maybe i'm a little bit stuck in uh, in one situation um where uh, the company where I am, internally, we have the competences, we have the knowledge, we have the resources to maybe bring a new service uh, to the market, B2B, to small, very small investment funds where there is maybe one, two, three uh, people. Uh, the service is something uh, as boring as anti-money laundry um, well, if you not get it right, or the fund not get it right, it can have huge consequences, fines, uh, uh, confiscation of asset, uh, maybe close down the business. And of course, when you set up a fund, uh, these people, they have an investment idea. They're not passionate about doing money laundry, spending the time on it. So that's where we maybe see we could uh, offer this service uh, to, uh, to others. Where I see the challenge is building the business case, amplify the losses. Well, there's not really, uh, maybe I do not see it clear enough, but there's not really any losses yet. That's something to avoid in, uh, in, in the future. So for me, it will become something like future selling. There's another any profit in it because they will not gain anything except maybe time freed up to um, to to do their strategy in the fund. I so, think I think I see where you're going with this, and yeah. I think I see what you're saying. I understand that there's no hard loss yet because they haven't experienced the pain or the problem yet. So you're yeah. trying to sell insurance, basically. You're trying to say, hey, if you get our services, it'll prevent the problem. <laughs> That's what you're doing, essentially. And so, what, exactly. <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to help them see clearly the risk gap that exists inside their business that they mm -hmm. themselves cannot see. Yeah. Because nobody wants to discuss and spend time and admit that they have risks in their business because they usually want to identify and count how much they're making not the chance exactly. of losing anything. So your job, as you take them down the iceberg, so to speak, ask some questions is to help them see and identify the gap and risks in their market 
that they have, may yet be exposed to that could financially hurt their earnings. If they have yeah. one breach, only one single breach could be how much of a loss, right? So what you have to do is come up with some questions that would help identify the gap, amplify the gap for them to see for the first time that they are operating in an, in an environment that's high risk and there could be money flowing through a system that they cannot identify that could be considered, uh, you know, not good money. So hmm. that has to, we have to work together to figure out the right questions for that. But that's your mindset. Your job is to think about how can I create a series of questions for them to understand and see for the first time the risk that they can't see by helping them understand the impact of one single breach that could affect their whole business. Uh, yeah. And that's where you begin to get an ROI because if something does happen and they don't have your service protected, they could lose their whole business for all we know, right? Mm. Yeah, that's uh, the that's, that's worst case scenario. They can be closed down by the authorities. But that is a realistic scenario, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Okay, yes. well, you now have a business case to help them understand this by help mm. by helping them by unraveling the problem and asking them to what extent they're concerned about it to to eliminate that risk that they might be, get in trouble because of it so that's the angle you need to think about does that make sense that makes sense yeah absolutely because I always thought of losses. Well, that's money you lose now or already is losing or profit there. Well, there's no profit, but I, it makes a lot of sense, Henry, to, uh, this, to, this to is about from this. This way. is about step one, risk. Step two is the mm. impact of the risk. Yeah. So take it in that sequence yes. like that. That'll help you structure your questions to bring them down that path to help them see for the first time and bring to the surface the importance of not ignoring this anymore. Yeah. All right, yeah. Peter. Great. Great. Thanks a lot, Ari. All right. Take care. Thank you. You too. Okay. Welcome back to Stop the Guru. We have such fascinating questions from all over the world that come into the show uh, once a month. And, and Peter from Europe asked a very in intriguing question about ROI and, and, and selling the future and risk. And hopefully those of you in this business and that business can think more about how you approach those problems. So our, our approach for trust-based selling is always to approach the problem in a different way from a problem perspective, not solutions perspective. And so when you have that framework and you have a model around that, you can solve almost any problem in a way that's problem-centric around the customer, not your solution. You shift like that, then they trust you because you're not trying to just sell something. And uh, that's the whole premise of our approach. If you want to have a one-on-one -on -one private consultation, I'm not on the show. Just go to unlockthegame.com forward slash free consult on the screen there and fill the application out. We can chat privately. Okay. So let's see, Steve, who else we have back there? All righty. Up next, I'm going to bring on John Martin. And John, if you can let everybody know a little bit about you, who you are, your business, and uh, your question for Ari, please. Hi, Ari. We've spoken a number of times. I'm still dealing with the issue of getting people to open up and, and actually tell me what their concerns are. Okay. I'm in the financial services business, and 
very difficult for people to, you know, tell me what the real problems or concerns are. They think what they're doing is fine. They're doing well. They, you know, they don't know what they don't know. Um, it's All right. just difficult to. Well, let, let, let's, let's go through a scenario. Let, let's say you meet somebody for the first time. Okay. And yeah. it's first meeting and they show up on zoom, for instance, walk me through what you say from the start of the conversation. When they show up, you say, hello, what do you say from there? Well, it's, it's, it's different every time. It seems like, um, just give me an example of what you'd say if they, they agree to meet with you, they show up to your meeting with you. How do you begin the meeting? I, I tell them I, I'm in the uh, financial services arena with a, a unique uh, approach to financial and retirement planning. Well, they already know your advisor before they meet with you, right? Because they saw your LinkedIn profile. They know who you yeah, are. They, yeah. So, so hold on a minute. So don't talk about yourself at all to start the meeting because they know what you do already you're in a commoditized business a financial advisor they understand what that means like a doctor they know what doctors do financial advisor they know what you do even though you have a different twist to what you do starting the meeting talking about you will prevent them from telling you their problem so first well, rule is first rule is don't talk about yourself at all okay Second rule is when they show up on Zoom or a meeting, you say, hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. And here's how you begin. You put the ball in their court right from the beginning. And you say this. You say, ask permission. If it's okay with you, can we take a step back for a moment? And can you walk me a bit through your background, kind of your situation, your story, up to your current financial concerns, and we'll go from there. Would that be okay with you, Julie? You're the doctor, they're the patient. When you go see a doctor, the first thing they say to you is, what does it hurt? They don't say, I, I'm a doctor specializes in this and I went to school here and I've got five. They don't talk about themselves. They go right to the problem and you need a way to, put, to, to get them comfortable opening up to you to tell you their problem, right? And that's how you do it. Use that opening phrase from now on and I'll say it again. If it's okay with you, can we take a step back for a moment? And can you walk me a bit through your background, your story, your situation, up to your current financial concerns, and we'll go from there. Would that be okay with you? Are you sending out the recording of this to us? Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Okay. It'll, it'll be on LinkedIn right after this. So this, this, this is exactly how you start the conversation, to allow them to have permission from you to open up to you, to start describing their problems with to you, because you have to listen carefully. By the way, don't ask, don't ask any fact-finding questions in between that. Let them unravel to you everything. Be very patient. You have to listen and allow them to share everything with you. Then listen for your listen for their most important concern they tell you. Then you can say, so you mentioned X, Y, Z as your biggest concern, right? They go, yeah. And then you say this. You say. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? More about that. What if they still? What if they still say, "I really, I really don't have any major concerns. I feel like I'm doing, uh, 
I'm doing good. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, following the herd mentality. They don't, like I say, they don't know the risk and the gaps and what they're doing. If they, so, if you ask them that question that I just gave to you, and they say to you, John, I have no financial concerns at all. I'm a hundred percent happy, comfortable, and safe with my money. If they tell you that, then end the meeting. Yeah. Okay. You're only looking for people that have problems. Okay, John. Good to see you again. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Welcome back to the Stuff the Giver Show. Uh, and I'm really happy to hear these challenges that, that I'm not that are not uncommon. Uh, how do you build trust with people? How do you have them feel comfortable opening up to you and telling you their challenges? And it all comes from languaging that I'm teaching here called trust-based languaging. It comes from a change of mindset from a doctor-patient metaphor where you're the doctor, they're the patient. You don't have to talk about yourself anymore. You can stop trying to sell your services, stop, stop trying to prove how you're unique. They don't care about you. What they care about is solving their problem, but they're judging you based on how you approach them. And if you're approaching them in a way that everyone else does, you've lost trust and it's over. That's how fast it's over. So I know it's very contrarian. It's probably the opposite you may be used to if you're new to our world, but the world has changed. And if you're selling, still selling the old way, you're going to lose a lot of opportunity. All right. Uh, we'll go back to the show here. Let's see who's, who's up next. All righty. Up next, I'm going to bring on Norris Brodsky. Hey, Norris, I told you I was going to wear blue today, and I didn't match Ari as we wondered if that would happen. So our streak continues and is alive. If you can let everybody know a little bit about you, who you are and your business, and a uh, question for Ari, my man. I first want to compliment both of you. You look like Bobsy twins, except for the <laughs> color of your coat. <laughs> the color coat. I might have a little bit more hair, just a little bit. But Ari's hairline is absolutely gorgeous. Let's put that out into the universe. All right. I'm going to leave you, Norris. Ask your question, please. Yes. Norris Brodsky, Baltimore, Maryland. I'm up over. Um, and I have been a financial advisor for 26 years. And I just want to say with respect to John Martin's question that uh, John what Ari said works most of the time, if you do it right. And uh, the only other thing that I thought you were going to say, Ari, when he said, I'm, I'm all good, was the wave the wand question. You know what I'm talking about? Say to the, to the prospect, okay, well, if you could wave a wand and have one of your any of your financial concerns eliminated what would it be excellent john please note that but that's very good that's advanced level black belt stuff but thank you for contributing there absolutely there is a way to extend that for sure um and that segues into my question and we've talked about this privately a little bit i have a prospect who I went down the iceberg. I admit this was one of the first ones. I probably didn't do it as well as, I sh as I'm doing it now. This prospect basically said what John was saying. You know, I, I've got a guy now 
And I think I'm all set, quote, all set, which is, I love that. So turns out we talked about that we both like to play golf. And I did forget to ask him, that was before you told me about the wave the wand question. So I'm playing golf with him. It, this was a couple of months ago, but I've he's coming to my club. He's playing golf with me on Friday. He is a referral from a client that I just got as a result of this particular client I got because I interviewed him for my book. And he's a very close associate of uh, this fellow that I just got as a client. Now, I got to be very careful. I don't want to look salesy, invite him to the golf, and then look sale and act salesy. The question is, when do I ask him the wand question? Okay, so... Or is there anything else you would recommend? No, no, there will be a moment that will come up somewhere in your conversation with him, whether it's on the golf course or drinks afterwards or whatever, where he will ask you about what you do or it will it will naturally come up because there's business, there's leisure, there's not many other things besides that. When that comes up to, uh, to, to you with him, what I would do is start at the top of the iceberg with tell me a little bit about your situation. Now we've already done this. No, I know, I know, but I want you to suggest do it again one more time because he's forgot about you from your first meeting. See, we always think like they're thinking about the last second we just spoke with them. <laughs> they're not. They're like the, the days erase when the day's over. People can't think past tomorrow anymore. So trust me on this one. Start again with the iceberg at, at the and you're having a drink there. Say, hey, look, we haven't had a chance to talk much. Maybe take a step back. Kind of give me the here it is. Give me the big picture of your situation and where you're at financially in your in your investments, and uh, let me see if there's some way I can help you. That's how you begin to open up that door where he's going. Huh? Okay, maybe he's got something that I I don't see, and he'll start to share with you. Well, I got this, and I got that. Then you say, Oh, interesting, and then you look for the gaps. And here's the languaging for this to make it nice and easy for you. Have you considered? Have you looked at? Are you aware of? Those three phrases there is how you slowly help him see the gaps his guy did not show him before. Because your goal in that meeting with him is to show him something he doesn't know. Not a new solution, but a new gap his other guy never pointed out until he met with you. Well, I can tell you where I want to focus that on is, have you considered um, how to legally pay less taxes than you're paying now? Well, I, I flipped that to have you considered that there are ways to stop you from overpaying. That's the key word overpaying on your taxes not the whole legal thing that gets a little complicated but overpaying on your taxes he'll go what do you mean i love it you'll say well, would you very be open well yeah, what i mean you... is and would you be open to sitting down yeah and allowing me to show you some of those strategies so that yes. you're not overpaying that feeds perfectly well 
But the key word for you, the takeaway for you today is overpay. Overpaying. Or I like in pre one of your previous, are you okay with paying <laughs> with are you okay with overpaying your taxes? Are you happy to get to pay more than you need to? Uh, what do you mean more than I need to? So all these things you can start to test and try. And, and I love that scenario. Thank you so much for Norris. That's great. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right. We're back to the, the, uh, the Stump the Guru show. We've had some very interesting questions today from the financial advisor industry. And these are not just in for the industries. You know, these are common among all scenarios. Uh, selling cuts across every situation is agnostic to, to different industries, but uh, specifically where we specialize in is low volume, high margin uh, industries where it's high trust, long sales cycle, and every single opportunity counts. It's a big number for you. So if you're in that situation, that kind of business, then reach out, go to unlockthegame.com slash free consult for a chat, or you can grab my latest book at unlockthegame.com to learn more. Uh, what I know for sure is talking to thousands of people every year about their situation in terms of business development and selling is that most of the folks are still carrying old conditioning from the past where they believe their job is to deliver value to people, to show solutions, show new ideas. Unfortunately, that only works if they trust you. So if you attempt to try and do all that in advance of them trusting you, it's over at hello. That's how fast you've lost something. So if you're in that low volume, high margin model, you cannot afford to lose one opportunity. So on that note, I think that's it for the green room. I can see a few folks kind of um, hanging back there. I think we've covered everybody today. So thank you so much for coming to the show. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, come back next month. If you have a question, anyone listening on the podcast, bring your toughest sales challenge, someone you're chasing right now or you can't figure out how to solve a problem. I'll answer for you here live. Take care, everyone. See you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's trust-based selling 60-minute masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one -on -one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcasts until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.